God, Corey can't still sit still for like five seconds. Say what? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I'm excited, man. I'm all over the place. Good God, <laughs> you should be excited. Uh, so how, how's the editing process going? Are you, are you um, losing your fucking mind yet? Or have you yeah, got any sleep at all? Nah, I've got a little bit of sleep, but I'm flying through it. So <laughs> a little bit. the rough edit is almost done. Um, minus the scenes we still have to shoot in Kansas City. And then it goes off to the editor. And then I'm not necessarily hands off, but I get to take a break for a while, <laughs> which will be nice. nice. And by take a break, you mean you're going to drive to the editor's house and like park it in his driveway and ask him for updates like every five seconds? Yeah, no, no, no. Like I'm <laughs> going to start my next movie. That's what I mean by taking a break. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. The, well, the next movie, which should have been the first movie. That's mm-hmm. that's a very, very distinct uh, thing right there. But hey, welcome, everybody. Back to another Serious Airsoft podcast that apparently only talks about movies now. Um, maybe we should change the name. It'd be nice if there's some actual airsoft to talk about. Looking <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we got Corey and I have an event. I guess we'll talk about that at some point, but we need to welcome our guest. What's up, Jenny? Hey. If everybody doesn't know Jenny, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit? I am Jennifer Lynn, but a lot of people call me Jen, except for Corey. Calls me Jennifer all the damn time. Um, yes, ma'am. He's a proper boy. I played as Javier in Corey's film. Yes. Yes. And uh, what do you do for work? Um, So I have an aerosol field here in Tucson, Arizona. And I do that during the weekends. We operate that. And then during the week, um, I just do my little nutrition plans and uh, fitness plans and stuff like that. Yeah. And y'all's field stays pretty busy, it looks like. Yeah, it's really busy. I think uh, for the past few weekends, we had over 100 people every day. Good nice. Lord. Yeah. It's what? Freedom Airsoft, right? That's the name yeah, of it? Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, well, hey, real quick. I was going to say real quick, before we get too deep into it, I'm going to give a um, give an intro to our sponsors real quick. Get that out of the way. Oh, yeah. We, we get ahead, we do ahead. sponsors, don't we? You, you blew right over that. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole e-cycle. Uh, so first off, we have Overwatch Tactics. Um, look out for Overwatch Tactics uh, May 1st and 2nd for their Summer Harvest event. Division um, theme game. It's going to be di- hot. Their division theme game. Um, March 17th, they're going to be doing a live Q&A. So look out for that on their Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, KWA Airsoft. You always know who KWA is. They got some new... Um, uh, what was it? What's the new color they're doing? The the desert... Was it FDE? I think yeah, so. Yeah, they're doing FTE. yeah, yeah. Their FTE line. They got the the T10, T6, TK, all that stuff coming in, and your FTEs, FTE color. It looks sexy. So keep an eye out for that. And then EG, um, EG USA. Go ahead and head over to their website. Use uh, ASAP15 for fifteen percent off all your textile and smoke products within the United States. We're the only one who's got a discount code. So if you and all your buddies are going to an event, or if you want to do a gender reveal party, go ahead and hit up uh, EG, and you know burn down California. So <laughs> God that, damn it. They tried. Yeah, they, they did. Uh, so with that being said, I'm going to uh, turn it back over to you guys. So well, quick note on uh, summer harvest. So for those of y'all that don't know, Corey is going to be the CEO for the division agent. So come out, buy a ticket, go division, and we'll stomp a mud hole in Woodcock's ass for the second time in a row. Yeah, we're going two for two for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm actually uh, going to try and make it out to that one. Yes. Yeah. Really I need to hit up, uh, we need to, we need to start harassing faded pilot about our props for that game because he did such a ridiculous job on that shield. Even though I still can't feel my left index finger. It's numb. Like all of this, I'm just waiting for it to like get, in did it look like that? Did it, but did it look like that before? Cause it's really crooked. No, <laughs> no, but dude, I, I, I sacrificed a, a definite part of my body for this film. Um, and I, I expect to be loved and adored for it, but I know yeah. I'll get his, well, I think, at. uh, I think Jessen got the award for most bruises, dude. How? Karen Mendoza. Oh, <laughs> but Mendoza. So, I still got bruises too. Mendoza yeah. looks so fluffy. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I had it almost healed already. That's all I got. I, yeah, I have. I have like this little one right here, and it's from uh, running into a wall because I didn't have my flashlight. So, not movie related at all. 
Well, I guess it's kind of movie related, but I, I mean, if we're going like, to get into the movie, we might as well get into the movie. So for y'all that didn't know or have been living under a rock or don't listen to the show, like I'm going to assume the vast majority of you don't, including Wayne, you fucking asshole. Uh, <laughs> we just got through rapping on Corey's prep project, his baby siege. We filmed in Mineral Wells, Texas at the breach point productions, hospital which they also host airsoft games at so if you're in the local dfw area please for the love of god go check it out um but yeah man i had a fucking blast that was a lot of fun Corey, sorry if my phone's acting up yeah no man it it was a blast uh a lot of good attitudes on set i don't think there was one negative person around just uh we worked some really really long hours which is uh my fault being a new director i did not plan accordingly mm-hmm. we should have pushed it to a four-day production and um just a little insider info what i initially thought was going to be somewhere between a 10 and 15 minute film is looking like it's going to be closer to 25 minutes so you're going to get a much longer production um yeah. And if you're looking at like some of the photos that have been released, like the one that Jennifer put out today, um, that isn't a photo. Like that's a screen grab from the was, film. That's, so that's one of the first, I was going to say that's one of the first like screen grabs, right? Yeah. Been yes. yeah. Everything up to this I point mean, has been BTS, which was done by John Dorsey and yes. David Lee. And they did a yeah. fucking fantastic job. Yeah. And it sucks, man, because uh, I mean, we're we're heading into post-production and we're not trying to give away plot points and there's really not a whole lot you can do about it because it's such a sh- i mean it's still a short film at the end of the day so like very little things can give away major plot points and i mean we just there's a ton of content that's going to dump like right after the movie comes out so none of my shit just, i can release <laughs> yeah we well we probably have a thousand yeah we have like a thousand behind the uh behind the scenes photos um we've got video coming that we haven't even seen yet we kind of documented the entire thing and dorsey killed it like uh i said it i said it multiple times but there was like anytime something cool happened i was like man i wish the bts guy would be here and like you turn around he's like right over your shoulder so dude was worth his weight in gold man he did he did a fantastic job but everybody i mean we were rapping sometimes at what 1240 at night and we we would have been there from nine o'clock in the morning till 1240 the next day in the morning so day two with this like a 730 to 1145 i think is what we were that's a solid day that's awesome yeah but i mean i i can't speak for the actors but i i wasn't sleeping or eating i was just ready to go the whole time i lost eight pounds i drank eight pounds three days i lost 11 and i drank enough bang energy drinks to power Corey's diesel truck if I pissed in the gas tank <laughs> and it was yeah. funny because you could see the the crew was like obviously not used to it because we without giving away any plot points there's a, a group of actors that we very obviously had known each other for a long time so there was a lot of like really solid chemistry between us on the set and so when we started fucking around <laughs> like, I don't think the crew was like really expecting that because we've been shoot- at this point we've been shooting the scene for like five hours and where everyone else is like really agitated we start getting goofy and like acting like fucking morons and it was cool to see like them slowly get into it whatnot we were talking in one of the group chats uh like the the male bonding on that set was very very difficult to get away from um if you weren't prepared you got sucked in and you're probably calling everyone brother now (laughs) brother (laughs) yeah it's cool to see that like the chemistry build up over just a few days you can tell like when they're moving in and out of rooms and stuff like they get used to being around each other and working around each other it's it's very similar to you know military and police stuff the longer you work around somebody the more comfortable you are so it's like day one it's all kind of you know nobody was really bumbling around everybody knew what they were doing on set but by the third day it's kind of like all right we're going to go down these stairs well everybody already knows you have a guy on the six you have a guy looking down and it's just a natural movement you just have to record it which is kind of cool to see it was really cool whenever we get into that one section of the film where we're like okay well how are we going to clear into this hallway and we're just like no we did this day one just same shit go and everybody was like i was like oh oh fuck okay yeah here we go this looks good yeah so Cole, that was your first time on a movie set, correct? Of that, yeah, like level, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah except for the one that we did in Oklahoma City. Well, all terrain, the three D VR movie doesn't count. But Jennifer, you're same for you, right? Uh, you've done APL, which was a little bit different, um, yeah. but like not like a scripted event. Hey, yeah, team only one take, um, but 
I want to kind of get your you guys's opinion or the uh, I don't know what you thought of the experience because I know on Overlord, man, I, I thought it was awesome just uh, getting to act. It's kind of weird because the visions in my head, it's not necessarily everybody else's. So it's it was kind of weird being on SCP because I had never seen a script. I came in very last second, and then to see it, you know, months later come out, it's like, oh, okay, that's what we were doing the whole time. How did how did you guys feel? Cool. No, I'll let Jenny take that one first. Point wherever <laughs> the, fuck um, the morning I was like, everyone was kind of like rushed because we were like in a time frame to get all the halo shots done. So it was like back to back to back, boom, boom, boom. And then throughout the rest of the day, it was quite easy. And then, then everything clicked why we had to do it so fast. Um, I think the way, I don't want to say too much, but everything came into place at the end. Like the reason why we had to do things at a certain time and why shots were taken in certain places. So I, I had a great time. Um, cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I said this in one of my posts and I'll, I'll scream it from the rooftops. That was absolutely the most fun I've ever had playing pretend um, bar none. <laughs> um, it was I coming in never like my, my wife was a child actor. I actually found out today. She almost got a part on Hannah Montana when she was in high school. So that's interesting. Um, but I had no idea how much goes into a short film, like how much time would have to be spent to get what amounts to like, less than an hour of shooting. So we did, we did four. Arguably, we did, yeah. We did four, like 14 hour days and we're going to get like 25 minutes, including credits and intro out of this motherfucker. That's wild. And I just wasn't expecting it. Um, but you, the, the chemistry on set between everybody was so good. Everyone like Jenny's awesome. Noah watching Noah and Mendoza guys who have experience and actually know how to act. Like when they had their scenes, Mendoza's got one that I just about walked off set because I was like, how, how the fuck am I going to be anywhere near that? That was insanity. That was so good. Noah did a fucking fantastic job too. Um, like see, watching the actual actors like work on their craft was super, super neat. Um, but it's just the, the amount of work and effort that goes into this, especially from the crew who did a phenomenal job. Um, Jason Ramirez and his guys from White Wolf Studios just absolutely knocked that shit out of the park. Those guys were everywhere you needed them to be. Uh, Jason kind of promoted his own joke on set that Jason is always there, but it's fucking true because the dude was just everywhere. If you needed something, he or Don or one of the other guys or Eric, they were or Alex, they were there with like water or whatever you needed. They're getting multiple shots and they made it just like livable, a li really livable experience because especially for me, I've got that fucking 40 pound riot shield that faded pilot made which was awesome and if he hadn't have built it as sturdily and as well as he did it wouldn't have survived because i am mean to that thing and i got the shit out of that thing and it yeah. looks and it, it looks it looks perfect. phenomenal on camera like it looks really yeah. good and then what's cool is like some of the some of the scenes we shot were like i don't know they required a lot of I don't know. Physicality, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Oh, but yeah. we didn't have to really do makeup and stuff or wardrobe to make them look like dirtier or beat up because I was literally beating them up like the shields beat up. The uniforms were torn. Dust is all over the place. Like it was it was really cool. So like we didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. The only problem was trying to get the uniforms clean. But it uh, man, the shots like I've edited 14 minutes and there's really not like a scene that I'm like, man, that one's kind of weak. It's just, it's so fast paced and nuts. It's awesome. Like I, I want to yeah. put it out now, but I can't. Well, and we, we, I can't stress this enough. And once again, remember, this is a short film, a fan film and a ridiculously underfunded one at that. Um, we had a real fucking helicopter. <laughs> yeah, man, that was so sick. I've, I've been, oh. I've been, I've been over here like I've been grounded watching all my friends play, watching you guys do pretend time in and I'm just it just looks incredible. I'm so excited for it. The I the story almost the stain on the ground a couple of times. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, I, I think I told Cole this, but I'm watching like we're on the roof and you know it's no secret, like they're coming in on the roof. But yep. 
the guy's like banking hard doors open and every time he would bank, I was just waiting for somebody to fall out. And that scene from tiger King kept playing in my head after the chick gets her arm ripped off by the tiger. And he's just like, man, I'm never going to financially recover from this. And I was just like, Oh God, I was like, nobody fall out. Nobody fall out. Okay, good. They landed. And they're like, all right, let's do it again. I'm like, Oh crap. Okay. Yeah, let's do it again. I was just waiting for it. But no, that, that pilot was phenomenal. Um, he was the story a badass. Yeah. So story of the helicopter, we lost our original helicopter uh, two days out. Um, There was an incident and he wasn't going to be able to fly. And so we're sitting here two days, like I'm packing, getting ready to go. And now I'm trying to find a helicopter. And the town of Mineral Wells is possibly the coolest place you could ever film because our AD made a phone call and got a huge list of helicopters. And uh, if you guys didn't know, helicopters are super expensive. Um, A lot of our budget went into the helicopter just to have that little bit of legitimacy in the film. And um, we got offers. We got a ton of offers because everybody thought the idea was cool or they had actually played siege and one of their helicopter featured, but uh, they didn't want to do it for the homie hookup price. We had uh, a Blackhawk <laughs> that was actually at an airport nearby and they said, Oh dude, that's awesome. We'll stop by 30 minutes for $6,000. And we're like, Oh cool. Just, just keep flying. Yeah. We can't <laughs> afford that. But um, a guy out of uh, golly, I'm, his, it, Randy, I think was his name um, out of Fort Worth uh, owns the helicopter Institute. Dude is an insane pilot, super professional showed up with an amazing helicopter that actually was probably a color scheme closer to what I had envisioned anyway, and uh, did everything we needed, heard about our issues. And so he did it on our budget, which was less than half of what he probably would have charged for, uh, for That's the time awesome. that we had him flying. Yeah. And he landed was, with, fucking dual or he landed with nods on his helmet too. yeah and just, yeah and he had nods on so oh. dude was dude was dope the the shots that he got were spectacular and he he knew like he, he was just on the ball like he's worked on in film before he's worked with agencies so uh well that's a good question uh how hard is budgeting a film uh for an idiot like me it's impossible um i had envisioned spending five thousand dollars or uh or less on the film um we went way past that but that's only because other people came on board that wanted to spend their own money to make the film happen so this isn't like i can't even call it my film at this point like it's it's our film um everybody put at least time into it but just about everybody threw money at it too so i mean if I was to realistically say how much we spent on it, I would guess $10,000 probably somewhere between 10 and 12, I think is what we talked about, but I would say you could have done it for, for 10, but out of pocket, if I was to pay everybody, if I didn't have a single friend in the world and I paid every single person to come in and work to include talent and everything easily, easily, I don't know, 50, $60,000 to shoot this film. So we, you know, it, it pays to have good friends that are, talented it also goes along it goes a long way to you know when when people believe in what you're doing and they have an interest it, it, you'd be surprised how far people are willing to go to contribute to that and um that's more directed towards the people who are asking and you know listening um I myself haven't worked on like any production stuff like that, but I, I have had an experience with people you know like working on a lower lower end of that kind of stuff and yeah it's crazy like what people are willing to contribute when they're like, they think your idea is pretty rad. So yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. Like support your friends. Let's do it. That's the biggest takeaway from that. Like if your friends are trying to do something cool and you can help and if it benefits you in the least, like fucking, you know, go for it. Like I, if I don't get anything out of this project, I'll be fine with that. I had such a good fucking time and it was so neat and it was such a cool experience and it makes me want to do more. And luckily we get to do more. Something yeah no this too. this isn't gonna be the last one i'm i'm hooked now so yeah, the, it's the just, bug, it's it's bug is bitten oh yeah big time big time dude i uh i, I called jesson and i called uh aaron on the way home and i was like man 
I like, I think I'm having like an existential crisis. Like I'm wondering whether like all the events that have occurred in my life have led up to this or if I've wasted my entire life and I should have been <laughs> doing this the entire time. And, uh, you know, Justin brought up a good point. He was like, think about the conversations you've had or that have started because, you know, you've been in combat or you're a law enforcement officer or you've done all these odds and ends that got you here. Like that may not have occurred had you have not done those things first. So I think it's just kind of the natural path that had to occur to bring me you know, back to Yo, doing the, my art and is doing what I like doing. You just dropped it. You just nonchalantly dropped in the group chat. You asshole. That looks awesome. Is that the, is that the teaser? You just nonchalantly dropped in the group chat. You fuck. Yeah. While having a philosophical, uh, God, bit of commentary awesome. there. Holy shit. Yo, I want to see that. I want to, I, I did that. See that. I did I that an it. hour before this. I was I like, so I want to see, the, the ah! see it. I want to see it. I want to see it. Can I see I'm it? Trying, I want to well, see it. Cole, Cole can be a dingus. He's going to figure out how to put up. Email. No, it's, email it to because if I upload in, the video, the box. Box. Oh, okay. It's in the hold on, box. hold on. Put it in the. I don't box. have that. I just. <laughs> so, so for every, for everybody for everybody listening right now, it's a bunch of stuff that you can't see yet, and suck it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gonna. If if he can do it, we'll put it out right now. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't give any. It doesn't give anything away. You just want to like play it here. I'm gonna try to do. Oh, ooh. That's, what, that's, what, that's what I'm working on, mate. Just hold on. I emailed it to myself, but the problem is that it's it's fucking taking forever to find it. Just talk amongst yourselves, Jennifer. What you like most about the film? Go. <laughs> Dang, on the spot. Yeah. Um, everything. Honestly, I think meeting everyone and like being able to learn and um them teaching us is probably my favorite part because Justin knows a lot and he was teaching me a lot and I'm so appreciative of that and also Woodcock he also taught me a lot too so I think just really getting to um spend time with you guys and building a connection outside of like social media was the best yeah Jessen is yeah. incredible if anyone like doesn't know who Jessen is. He is a former tech team world champion and probably the hands down most knowledgeable dude I've ever been around as far as like gun mechanics and movement and just anything. Like you'd watch the dude move and it was like, oh fuck. Yeah. That was smooth. <laughs> and he just like he he you know he's like do this, do that, punt, you know, like whatever. And then I instantly came away no like feeling like I knew way more. Cause the biggest thing with me for this film was no one really knows how to use a riot shield because it's not unless you're like in Storioskal, Russia and fucking drop kicking people off of buses like nobody uses riot shields. It's just really not a thing. Um, so being able to come up on the fly and figure out how we were supposed to manipulate that was such a, a neat deal. And he just he's easily become one of my favorite people I've ever met uh, inside or outside of Airsoft. Like it's I fucking love that dude. That was awesome. Yeah, I've met that dude twice in my life and he's like a brother. Like I talked to him every day. We met, we met like five years ago uh, and he was kind of in a crew with like uh, Jay Robo and I, and uh, yeah, we talk a lot. I pass on a lot of medical questions that I get from like law enforcement officers to him and back if I don't know the answer, which is, you know, most of the time, but dude is just a uh, incredible wealth of knowledge. That's one of the reasons I brought him on. I mean, who else would you have brought on to play doc that would have done a better job? Not there's, there's nobody in the, like legitimately nobody in the country. So where we're in the drop bug is it is it in our videos? It's just straight in the uh like if you just I'm in it right now and I don't see it. Shoot it to me in the in the ASAP deal and I'll pull it up real quick. All right. So did you find your shield? <laughs> I asked. I asked a oh, bunch of times about, about getting it signed. We'll yeah, so Dan Altman at 878 uh, bought the shield as part of like supporting the film. That dude came up and uh, did a phenomenal job playing an extra. And uh, <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it. But he has not, a really I'm good scene. Good. Um, but what we're going to do is we'll bring the shield around to the premieres and everybody that comes to the premieres will sign it. And then when we're done with it, like it'll be like a piece that we feature out there. And then... Um, We'll give we'll give it to him after that, and it's going to get hung up at his airsoft store, which is kind of cool. Yeah, he said he said he's going to hang it up at it because I told him I sent him a message. I was like, man, it kind of sucks that you you're getting that because I'm going to miss it. And he's like, dude, you can come out and grab it whenever you want. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, 
<laughs> Cole's got Stockholm syndrome now. I yeah, do. I do. Battered we, a little we, bit by it. He just keeps going back. She's she. All right, hey, hey, she's she's an abusive girl. But you know, we, we we got a thing. We got a thing now. All right, we got a relationship. There's some trust that was established after I slammed it down six times on some of the scenes. Yeah, that thing took a beating, man, and it did. Uh, it did phenomenally well. It and the sound so. it made in those in those hallways when I'd like slam it down, just like <laughs> so good. Yes, I told I told Faded he's my guy. Like he's my props guy from oh, now on. Yeah, yeah no, so. that's awesome. Uh, yeah, download. definitely, definitely got. Man, that sound score is God. That fucks. All right. <clears throat> And that's the that's the that's only a sample from the guy that's doing the sound score, so oh. that's not the actual tracks we're gonna have. He's uh, working on that now, based off of just some images and some rough cuts that I sent him. Nice. All right. Let's see. Let's see if I can get this to work. Um, this hopefully does. I named it T Racer on accident. Let's go it's ahead. a tracer. It's not a, a teaser. It's a tracer. It's a tracer. All right. Let's see if this works. Uh, share. It's taking a second. Wow. Did you get there? You go. The sound come through. Did it work? Yeah. No, it had sound and everything. Oh, thank God. All right. So now we know how to do that, which is dope. I just don't know how to pull it back up. Uh, Here, I'm going to share it one more time just because. Very short. Very it was, easy. It is super short. So super here we go again. You ready? Super, you ready? Super tracer. Yeah. Blink and you'll miss it. Blink and you miss it. Oh, now you're not going to get it to work again. There we go. All right. Nope. Just sound. I may have. I may have screwed it. <laughs> and it's done. <laughs> there we go. God, this looks good. like that fucking meme of a kid the turn it up to 11 meme <laughs> it's just yeah ah, dude just oh, just the quality is it's so good it's so good and it's all it has nothing to do with me i'm just an idiot with an idea man just you guys and wayne and everybody showing up that's what makes it that's what made it cool so oh man all the credit all the credit goes to you guys I'm and so my basic understanding of how to composite muzzle flashes and shell ejections <laughs> yeah so funny story about shell ejections uh, i was watching a movie today because i got i had a, did a sale this morning and got the rest of the day off so i'm fucking sitting at the house uh watching just random movies like the baby sitting here and i'm flipping through and i found some i can't remember the name of it, some netflix like tactical shooter film and i'm watching and they're they're you know coming around the corner it looks like halfway decent and they start shooting and i realized that the shells ejecting are the whole bullet <laughs> oh wonderful it's, it's the whole rounds just like because it's obviously cg'd in but i like i paused it and i was like why why are there points oh that's the whole fucking bullet just like there there's the animation a, and i was cracking scene, the fuck up there's a scene i think there's uh the fuck was it i think it was almost in the matrix one of the scenes where they're like bullets are dropping it's actually i think it's like you full bullets yeah see it all yeah yeah um but it was i was i was just cracking up about that so like hopefully and we one of the things that Corey really really wanted to stick with and i'm hoping people understand because the siege community has been known to be very much like the airsoft community in a lot of ways where uh they get excited about things and then if it's not exactly what they want they shit all over it so um, I'm really hoping that they realize what we're trying to go for here. What Corey's vision really was he and Wayne and everybody else that was on the back end of this and trying to make it as realistic as possible. Um, yeah. And it's still, and I mean, obviously it's still fun, you know, so it's not, we're not basing it. It's it's somewhere in between. Like we didn't want to do a cosplay film. Like those are all always goofy and just terrible. And we didn't want to do it like ultra realistic to where we couldn't work in like the gadgets and stuff like that. So it's, it falls somewhere in between that hopefully will satisfy like both communities, like the tactical community and the gaming community. It's good. Uh, nod. Yes. Yeah. There's some but really we're, 
Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think people, I think people are definitely going to appreciate the work that everybody put in. Cause like I said, the images are phenomenal and this is just so far, it's just my trash editing. It's going to a pro um, who's going to do the edit pro is going to do the sound pro is going to do VFX. Um, so it's, it's going to be good. It's, it's going to be awesome. Like, I don't know. I can say that a million more times. <laughs> Super excited about it. So Jennifer, after being stuck with us for four days, how hard is it going to be to drag you out to a, the other film or B to an op to actually play with this group of morons? Well, my plan's already to go to Copperhead. So Corey's still doing it over there. Then. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. And we can play right after. So yeah. Project numero dos QRF, which is still alive. Still. Well, still going to be, it's going to be so much better now though. So fucking excited. Yeah, that and that script is getting passed off like tomorrow and we're going to start on that one. So, I mean, yeah. definitely like way, way, way down the road. But um, that, that way we can address some of the issues that we weren't able to address because there was such a time crunch on Siege. So mm-hmm. this one should be hopefully a lot more organized, you know, fingers crossed. You know crossed. what would be sweet uh, with QRF is if we are lucky enough to get graced with uh, Mike and his GBLSs if we could use them in the game afterwards. Because yeah, those man, things... Oh, I wanna, I'm curious. I, I want to play with one. Um, but as far as like filming goes, I don't think there's a better replica you can put on camera. Um, no. We didn't get a chance to really rock the LMD4s that we had. Um, I want to I, I want to try and, and work with those too, but the fact that they're electric um, and you don't have to worry about gas on set that, I mean, which is just another thing you have to remember to bring um, and that you get realistic recoil, you know, like, well, like I said, I was compositing shell ejections like 30 minutes ago, trying to get that teaser done. And it makes it so easy that there's actually a bolt in there that recoils. So timing trigger pull, all that stuff's taken care of for, for you. You don't have actors faking it by like shaking their shoulders and looking cheesy. Like they're actually firing a gun. That was actually so, an- I was looking at that in the trailer where that, that thing where that we just watched was that there was, you could see the bolt moving. And I was like, was that see, would you just kind of like kind of put that in an after effects or did you, was that an actual like bolt moving? The bolts, the bolt is actually moving. I just added probably can't even see him because it's only like a half second. No, but, I know. Uh, I noticed, I noticed something coming yeah. out. And yeah. like when he, when he, so, when you see the side profile and the pistol, um, with the muzzle flash and whatnot, like, no, I was, I was noticing all that stuff. That's yeah. pretty rad. And that's, I was kind of seeing how much of that was actually like gun manipulation and how much of that was, uh, all VFX. Yeah. So, so all the, the guns, gun all the guns, all the guns. Yeah. All the guns functioned. So nice. Uh, except for maybe some of the bad guy stuff, but all the main guns, which man, the story on those things, apparently like, they came from Korea like a day prior. So oh, wow. they were like express mailed like overnight to a guy in New York who's Mike. And then Mike flew down with them. Um, the He's parts awesome. were. Sh- so what? I said Mike's awesome. Yeah. Mike Mike's awesome. phenomenal. And uh, so apparently the, sh- the, the parts were like shipped to Korea so they could do all the uh, painting and, and stuff there and aging. And then they were sent back to America, reassembled and then boxed up and sent to us. So like the parts had to go back and forth to get to the point. And they looked at uh, Rainbow Six games for reference. So like it's, it's so cool. Like they went they went all out. They showed up and Mike kept those things running like he he was almost like a worker on set on top of playing an extra two. And the dude was just pumped to be there the whole time. And those, those guns are the coolest thing you could ever have. If if they shoot BBs half as well as they feel, I'm going to buy one hands down. Um, Yeah. It it was like they, and like one of them, because at one point uh, in one scene, one gets um, dropped um, unintentionally. Hopefully we don't use that take, but it sparked. It shot sparks. And picked it up and it worked. It just like, like nothing happened. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Any, any other gun would have my Sistema. I've dropped that hard before and I cracked the lower on it. And that thing just like bounced and laughed at me. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. So I'm, I'm really, really hoping that they shoot well, because that would be heartbreaking if they didn't. But I have faith from what I've seen and from the reviews I've been watching. Cause I've been, I've been creeping, I've been creeping hard between that and my bank account and deciding if I really, really, really can afford one. Yeah, I think they retail for seventeen fifty is what I saw on the website. But 
that's without the Geisley rails and some of the other features that we had on ours. So I would say you're probably looking close to two grand to get one. I mean, I've, I've done that twice already. So <laughs> yeah, you've done dumber things, Cole. Don't act I've, like it. Yeah. I've got, no, I mean like I've, for I've, you. I've got, yeah, I've got a, I've, the system in the corner is like the full builds like 2,300 bucks or something like that. So I've and done yes, it. They are, they are out of stock. Oh yeah. Well, they're going to be out. Of stock uh, Jay uh, is asking you, Jennifer, what was your favorite scene? Make sure it's not a spoiler. <laughs> no pressure. There's no way. I think we all know what my favorite scene is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> day, two, day two. Day two was blocked out about three hours on just one scene. That's a solo yeah. scene with uh, with Jennifer. And it's 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 awesome. Very violent. Psychotic. Very. I'm telling you, we made eye contact for a good two minutes yeah <laughs> man those air squibs were phenomenal by the way that's oh the God. best thing i spent on this movie if you guys ever want to do squibs like blood go buy the air squib from steve tolan's like effects dude we use the crap out of that thing i cannot wait to see menwell's squib scene just that yeah just that <laughs> yeah Cola. How long did it take before the arm started or before the shield started hurting your arm? So funny thing about that. Uh, after day one, I, uh, I took one of the sponsors of the movie body armor event graciously gave us, uh, it's on all of my rigs, but they graciously gave us their new, um, generation or the new V2, um, for all of our rigs in the film. I stole one, wrapped it around the brace on the shield, wrapped it in some boxers tape, some black, like, field tape and use that to give myself some extra padding. Um, but it started hurting as soon as we did the first take on the helicopter, because I almost got blown the fuck out of the helo. Um, didn't account for like, you run up to the helo and you see me get in and I can't fit it inside the cab of the helicopter. So I, that was a little sketchy. And so I was like, okay, well that's good. There's no downdraft cause I've got it angled in. So I'm safe. Right. Well, we get up in the air and he banks and I didn't account for the open door to my right. That a gust of fucking air just like caught that thing like a sail and about dragged me out of it. And we do the first take and we get back in it. And they're like, yeah, we're going to do that. We did it five times. And every time we did it, I got more and more terrified as going, me and the pilot had a come to Jesus moment. We're like, I caught the oh shit handle. I braced my feet and I kicked back whenever it first caught me. And he like looked back and we like locked eyes and I just kind of nodded and he just kept going. So right after that, my arm was pretty much fucked. And that was the first two hours of shooting. Um, (laughs) So I was, I told you, I told you I was going to hurt you ahead of time. You did. You did. It was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, but no, my uh, my left arm, my left arm is caught up to my right, so we're <laughs> we're good. I got to work out, and like I said, I lost I lost eleven pounds. I was one hundred and eighty five the day before shooting, and I was one seventy four something uh, whenever I got back. So, yeah, Jay asked how many lines you had, Cole. I don't think I had any. <laughs> Did I? I, I yeah, got to yell a couple I mean, lines, but we, uh, yeah, yeah, I've got like four everybody had at least one yeah everybody had at least one but yeah luckily you're not gonna for some people their characters are more quiet Mm. but yeah there's a lot of a lot of yelling we had a lot of me yelling and yeah a lot of yelling a lot of ad-libbing a lot of me hollering in my terrible german accent so we'll see how that translates i'm really curious to see what the audio sounds like I'm also really curious what they caught on those mics in between takes of like us just shooting shit because <laughs> it it can't be good. Yeah, no, that all be destroyed. I mean, yeah, yeah no, I mean, there, there's times there, there was times like I mean we're just having like a like a regular discussion and I turn around and the behind the scenes guys there and I'm like oh crap like I wonder how much of that he caught <laughs> all of it. Every single every yeah. line of it. John's there yeah. just like coming up on the camera like. <laughs> goes back down like no. yeah <laughs> there's something like oh I'd, I, we'd be in the middle of a, a take and i'd turn and i'd look and the camera lens would just be like in front of the window and the shield i'm like oh, sh- jesus fuck christ dude i've got that as actually with a screensaver on what my vertical screen because i've got this like really like bugged out intense look on my eyes and yeah like, that, dude that that photo is really funny <laughs> i love it oh i love it so much it's so much fucking fun 
Oh, what a... I was going to say, what what were the biggest lesson learned for you, Corey? I was curious about that because I know like you've never directed anything before. So you were coming into this totally blind and probably um, a little, little starry eyed would be my guess. Like what was the yeah, time just um, making sure you have enough time. At the very least, we should have had one extra day because um, we made our day the first day. No problems, which making your day means you get all the shots on your shot list. Um, so we got done on time fairly early. The next day we were over by, I don't know, five hours. The next day we were over by like seven. So if we would have had another day to just as a catch all for the stuff that we didn't make on those other two days, uh, we would have been fine and nobody would have been rushed and we wouldn't have gone till, you know, the next day technically. So, but like I said, we had a good group of people and everybody there was a hard worker. I mean, I did my research and these are all people I know and worked with, or at least have had, you know, conversations with, and I knew that I wasn't going to, I wasn't bringing in lazy people. So that would have, that would have killed us if people started dragging and just kind of wandering off and doing whatever. So unfortunately everybody I think was kind of on the same level as me, as far as like wanting to get this project done. So I mean, we, we pulled it off. And I think we pulled off something that's going to blow people away for, you know, the amount of money we did it for the amount of time we yeah. did it in. Cause I mean, siege wasn't even a thing. I mean, it's been a thing for what? Three, three months. Yeah. Roughly. Say, do, you, do, you want, do you want to talk about just kind of like the rapid development of siege from what you initially had called 10 guys in a camera to oh, what we had, what 50 people on set. Yeah, but I'd say, I'd say 40 ish kind of rotating. Um, yeah. Yes. The white wolf guys, they did a good job. Um, essentially what happened, um, you know, QRF got canceled, which was a huge kick in the nuts. Cause I was, I was super pumped about QRF and QRF compared to this was extremely small. Um, it was essentially just me and Wayne, you know, wearing every single hat that you saw about 15 other people do on this set, which in hindsight would have been absolutely impossible, but to put out a good product at least. Um, but what happened is, you know, that ended and I didn't want to be sitting on my hands for a year. Like I wanted, like I'm, I was into this film thing. I wanted to do something. So, you know, I play rainbow six siege with my cop buddies, like every night on my days off and I like it and I'm okay at it. But, um, I just wanted something to do. And I figured like I started looking to see if there were siege fan films because it's such a cool idea to pick from like just a huge list of operators and they all have different abilities yet. They all work together, which is kind of like, you know, that's how the military is. There's always that guy who's good at one thing. One guy that's good at another, you put them together and you've got a team. So I like that aspect of the game and that's why I like it. But I, I just went with that and I ran with it. I looked at siege fan films. They're all God awful. And just knowing, you know, Wayne and, you know, his ability to shoot, I knew we, at the very least visually, it would be better than anything else that that's out there right now. So I called essentially all the same people that are going to be involved in QRF and be like, Hey, you know, I know we were planning on doing this. Obviously it's not happening. Would you guys be interested in doing this? And of course everybody was on board. Um, so it just went from there. I wrote a script and honestly, man, the script took forever and it's a super simple script. It's really less of a script and more of an outline of like these action scenes because it's very intense. Like the second the team inserts, I mean, it's, it, it's not a spoiler to say that they're going into a building, but it's, it's a lot. And it's, a, I mean, to come into it blind, not being a director to do essentially 15 minutes of action scenes nonstop. Um, was a big undertaking, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about how it went. Do you insert crash noise? But, Sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're good. But, uh, you know, I, I just, I didn't want to do nothing until September. So we came up with this idea. It was going to be small. I was going to go grab 10, 10 of my friends and Wayne. We were going to go run around in this building and shoot it. And, uh, David Lee came to me and said, you know, Hey, if you, if you want to, you know, get some advice, let's talk to my friend, Booney. Uh, he's a director. So we go have sushi. I sit down with him and, um, uh, coolest, nicest guy you'll ever meet. Just super happy all the time. And everybody on set, I think said the exact same thing, but he was like, listen, I'm not going to come and do a project unless we're going to do it right. Cause I was talking about doing, you know, like props, food, directing, you know, script, blah, 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 like 10 different things. And he goes, no, he goes, if you're going to direct, you need to be the director. Um, we'll bring in this person, this person, this person, this person. I'm like, Whoa, like I've only got so much money, you know, uh, I'm only allowed to spend so much on my stupid side projects. 
But when we started contacting people and everybody liked the script, like the idea, um, you know, there's a bunch of people out there that are just trying to get, you know, experience like White Wolf Studios is brand new. And those guys came in and absolutely killed it. But they just, you know, they want that that experience, you know, so whenever they go to their next one, they can say, well, we did this film. And that's what I wanted this film to be for everybody. And I've said it. Uh, I want it to be like their business card. So if you're talking to somebody and they're like, oh, I'm shooting a film. Oh, cool. Go to YouTube and check this out. That's the last one I did. So I think that's what it's going to turn out to be. I think it's going to be a big deal. But, um, you know, we started bringing in all these people. Uh, Karen is our AD. Uh, David was running props uh, and he was in charge of the BTS guys and the sponsors. And he brought in a lot of sponsorship. That's why it started getting bigger because, you know, we had a little bit more of a budget. Um, you know, Wayne was always on board. Then you guys as actors came on board for free, which is, you know, a, a big ask. Uh, you know, we've all done it. Like if you've acted, you probably didn't get paid on your first one. Um, but big news that's going to come out later. I think we're going to end up we're we're going to end up doing pretty good. But um, you know, everybody was there as a volunteer working pro bono for the most part. There was very few people there that were getting, getting paid. So, I mean, I'm so far in the red on it. And I, I don't even money. care. Yeah. I mean, that's how it is, <laughs> you know, uh, on, on SCP, you know, travel and all that stuff, you know, was all out of pocket <clears throat> and, uh, then, you know, the time off everybody has to take and trust me, that doesn't go like overlooked. Like I appreciate what everybody did so much like that. I can tell you how much I appreciate it every day and it's still not enough, but essentially everybody came in worked for free and it turned into this big production where we had a four or five man, um, production crew. Uh, we had Wayne as DP, his brother was pulling focus. Uh, Charles, uh, his friend was, uh, running sound. His brother is working on via his other brothers working VFX and post. Um, golly, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to, forget somebody, but we had a BTS guy, uh, we had Dorsey, uh, running BTS and, you know, our actors, which we had six main actors, um, three speaking roles for terrorists, and then probably about 10 to 15 extras that kind of rotated through. So, yeah, I mean, you've seen that picture and that picture is not everybody. Um, you know, Frosty did, uh, did one of our props, but I think probably 35, probably roughly 35 people on this production, which was initially supposed to be like 10 buddies over a weekend. So what we accomplished is something astronomical. I think, I think it's, I think we're going to make waves, you know, at least with this one. And then hopefully again with QRF. So there's that. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see like the initial reactions, especially when, when is that teaser going to officially be like dropped? Um, so we've got a week left on the Indiegogo and even though we're going into post-production, we're going to leave it open. Uh, we're going to drop that, uh, just kind of, so people see like, Hey, the, the project is pretty it's much real. We, yeah. we have the footage. It's real. And just see if we can just get last little bit of funding to help us get everything through post-production quicker. And then, um, I think I, I can go ahead and say, cause I'm pretty confident it's going to happen. Um, we've been in talks with a YouTuber who's got over a million followers. That's going to help us distribute it. So it's going to get, it's going to get eyes on it too. So really, really, really excited about how it's gone. I've pulled every favor, you know, out of my pocket that I had. Um, and I know other people did too. I know Wayne did. And, uh, it's going to be, I don't know. I think low end, I think we're going to get a million views. So I'm pretty excited. I mean, yeah, you're ready. Yeah, you, you guys, you guys ready? You guys ready to be famous? And I didn't. <laughs> no. and, I, and I didn't make you guys wear masks the whole time. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, I there's some of your work behind me on the fridge. Oh, wait a minute! There they are. Look at that. Look at those things. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you designed yeah. those, didn't you? Yeah, I designed those with Steven. Um, yeah, those turned out really good. The Caesar skull yeah. turned out really good. No, but it, it's so funny. I was on set, you know, filming and I was still getting questions about like, oh, you you played so-and-so. How, how did you paint your mask? What did you use to paint your mask? Like dudes love that mask like so much. The one that I wore in SCP. But yeah, film is fun. I'm I'm hooked. I'm ready to go again. I was kind of sad just having to, everybody going their separate ways. Like I was ready to keep going. Oh yeah, like by the end of it, everybody was like, especially like like Jennifer and her her dad. Oddly enough, became like everyone's one of everyone's favorite people on set. Yeah, <laughs> it was just like kid, 
<laughs> he was he brought, bro, he brought yeah. me coffee on the last day and I was like, I think I think I freaked you out a little bit because I looked your dad like dead in the eyes. It's like, I love you. <laughs> and I just like slugged down this black coffee and fucking <laughs> kept going. No, after we came back, I kid you not, he bought an RC car because you had one in the film. <laughs> oh, the little two wheel one? Yes, he bought three. He's like, oh, I'm oh gonna my god! Field. I'm like, oh. no, they're so awful. They're like the worst RC car ever. I don't know how. I don't know how Wayne's brother drove it the way he did because every time I drove it, it would just bank hard left into a wall. <laughs> so I was like, man, because I think they're like 19 bucks a pop. Yeah, I I really wanted to. I, I saw somebody that builds like a uh, they three D print the actual drone, and we had actually mm-hmm. been in talks to do it all CG, which you know obviously a lot of work. Yeah, we didn't do that. So yeah, we found that and just went with that because those wheels, I guess those multi directional wheels or omni directional wheels are like a thousand bucks a pop. The ones that where you can go like straight left and right, forward backwards, and rotate whatever. So that was out like right off the bat. But yeah, those cheesy, that cheesy little drone, man, it's got in editing, like those shots with the drone are hilarious, like <laughs> unintentionally hilarious. Yeah, they're, they're great. You but. all you had to go under the shield and you went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dude, I biffed it. I biffed it like 10 times. Yeah. Yeah. And then we did one where Wayne was supposed to fall it down a hallway and it like hit like one little like airsoft BB and just took like a hard left right into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but it's then like, his like, brother, man, and of course I can't, I, I won't give it away because it's pretty funny. But his brother did like expert level maneuvers with that thing, and it's hilarious. So everything just, I don't know, man. I think it was meant to be because everything just turned out like perfect. Even on the last day, we were extremely rushed because we were so far behind. Uh, and even that stuff, man, cutting it, it looks, it looks awesome. It looks really, really good. So you're going to get a lot of good room clearing. You're going to get some VFX. You're going to get, you know, some cool stuff working around a helicopter. It's I think it's rare to see stuff like that on YouTube, like in like a movie format. Yeah. the Yes. Yeah. I would say probably 90 percent of the movies that you see where they have a helicopter, it's not actually flying and they're using stock footage. So. We actually flew a helicopter. We put our actors in it. That was one of the big things I promised them. And I almost biffed that too, two days out. But we uh, we got everybody their helicopter ride. So everybody was happy. Yeah, that was that was, that was worth it for me. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I should have just done the first take. I'm like, all right, I got my helo ride. Bye, everybody. <laughs> all right, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've ridden, you've ridden in a helicopter before, right, Cole? At yeah. an airsoft event? Yeah, but you had well, Jennifer, did you? No, I haven't. I was okay. like, hopefully yeah. I don't fall off. Yeah, it's a little scary, but my my biggest fear was we were going to be filming and everybody's going to be smiling too much because I know yeah, like the, the first time we went, like you get like a little introductory ride in a Blackhawk, you know, and you go flying around. And everybody's just smiling like a five year old, like all these army guys are just super excited. But yeah, no, it, it, it was cool. I'm glad you guys got to do that because if we wouldn't have done that, we had to rewrite like the first pretty much act if we didn't have access to a helicopter. So do we, uh, we have to wait for the Indiegogo? Is that still up there? Because if people want to uh, see the teaser I'll, and all that I'll fun stuff, you can see it. Anyone who's going to be listening to this shenanigans uh, on SoundCloud, go to the Another Serious Airsoft podcast Facebook page. You fucking butthole should have done that already because we we need your love. We need your support. We need the clout. Otherwise, why are we doing this? Um, but yeah, go through, click that, throw some quatlies at us because we need it. Desperately. And uh, also keep an eye out for QRF because I'm, I am arguably what's so funny is like we got done with this and immediately I was like, all right, cool. I'm excited to see it, but I'm more excited about shooting QRF now. Like that's all I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, It's going to be, I think it's going to be cool because I think when this releases, um, it'll be right around the time we're ramping up to actually go into production for QRF. So it'll give us like a really good stepping stone to go into the next one. And we're talking possibly about bringing in like some other, um, some more professional actors too. So the more serious, like we get about it, you know, it's the productions are going to get bigger and cooler and all that stuff. And hopefully it evolves. I mean, realistically, I would like it to, to evolve into my own YouTube channel where I'm putting out one to two short films a year and we're documenting it. So people see the process and they see that they can do it. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm an idiot cop that just, took a weekend off, wrote a script and then 
that turned into this, <laughs> this big ordeal. Like I have, I have good connections is what I found out. Um, obviously it's not something I could do on my own. Uh, I, I've met the right people just by happenstance over time. And, uh, it's, it's turned into this. So it's pretty cool. Pretty, it's pretty cool to have friends that know things. So <laughs> friends that are good at shit, useful friends. You don't get those very often. Yeah. It's not Wayne, I can't man. I Dude, Wayne and his brother, just absolutely ridiculous. Like I said, that that picture of Jennifer is a is a is a screenshot. It's not a picture and you wouldn't know it because I think most photographers probably couldn't pull that off with, you know, 10 minutes to set it up for one shot. What's crazy is I you could I it was it was funny because she put that up and I was like, God damn, where where did that come from? Like I thought that's not in the BTS. I looked at all the BTS. Like the BTS photos again look phenomenal, but that was kind of a different animal. Um, uh, Wayne is he color graded some screen grabs that I think we're going to make available tomorrow to you guys, so we can start uh, start hyping it up. Let me. Uh, I'm going to put the Indiegogo link up. Maybe mm-hmm. if I'm not too stupid to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, while while you're doing that, um, we should probably talk about airsoft things at least for a little bit. <gasps> for yep. the next three minutes before we close this motherfucker down. Uh, Jen, you being the the odd person out, what do you guys what do you got going up in the future? You guys have any events at your field? Are you traveling to anything? Is there anything uh, you're trying to do? We're just going to be building up the field tomorrow. We're going to have a bunch of shipping containers dropped off, so we're going to see if we can make like a CQB little field. Um, the next event I know for sure is Copperhead. It's going to be my first time going to that, so that's exciting. And it's going to be my first time going to an AMS event. So that's cool. AMS was my first one too. Good, really? good on both fronts. Yeah, that's actually where I met Paul. was at uh, Copperhead 2.5. Yeah. I think, did I, did I, I met you at an AMS event. I think I met both of you at an AMS event. Yeah, you met me at Broken Home. Well, I saw you at ESR and then we met Matt at Broken Home five or four, where I randomly ended up running your t shirt booth for you for like the entire time. Woody just like dropped me off. I was like, here, babysit this drunk asshole. Yeah, that's kind of like a thing now. I don't remember where, <laughs> like, which, which one did we like? It was, it was uh, Copperhead, what, four that we, no, 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 that, that we met, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out when the first time, like, Corey and I actually, like, got to talk, hang out. Was it four? Was that the first one? Four. Yeah. Four? Yeah. 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 That was the one. That was the one where we all rode up there together. Yeah. Oh, God. Which the next time we get an opportunity to do something like that, Corey's got a really cool idea for something we can do together. That I think will be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> shit, man. I'm ready to die for this shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> do y'all have a, Jennifer, do y'all have any events coming up for your field or is it still just open play all the time? Um, that and we're thinking about doing a camp out. Not sure when yet on dates. We're just waiting for the weather to be a little bit better. So essentially people just camp out overnight and they play all afternoon on Saturday and Sunday morning. So it's all day airs off. Nice. So where can people find And if y'all haven't seen uh, their field. Yeah. Yeah. The field's dope. And yeah. yeah. And then uh, her team wrecks. Like if you've seen the videos, sorry, I think we got a bit of a delay. We're we're stepping over each other, but yeah, they shoot, move, and communicate pretty well. It's pretty cool. Yeah, check us out on than- YouTube at Southern AZ Airsoft, and then you'll see a bunch of our team game gameplay on there. Um, some of us travel, some of us just play local. So. Nice. Well, with that being said, Punk, baby, darling, sweet, sweet boy. Do, do, do you want to do the thing? Of course I do. <laughs> All right, guys, raise a glass, both listener oh, wait, and host. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 hold whoa, on, hold on. Hold you've got you've got some shit, don't you? You've I got do. some stuff. Yeah. Don't you have a thing? <laughs> or are you, not, are you not announcing that yet? Are we waiting on that? I've got so many things. <laughs> I have I have literally so many things. <laughs> Punk is the cool. Punk's the, he's way too cool. He's too many things. I have like I so are we talking about the car? Are we talking about the apparel? Or what, what? Like, what? How many things? I got so many things. <laughs> I, I, I plug plug something and then see us out of this bitch. I'm about to die from yeah. mesothelioma from the plug hole. Let's get out of here. All right. So, um, I am going to be like sl- slaughter shirts are coming. 
Slaughter yes. Apparel is coming. I'm I'm waiting on the the last bit. Like it's 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 so fucking close. And you know what, Corey, I got to give it to you. Like I'm learning so much about the back end of like how to do production and this kind of stuff. Like it's yo, you guys. Like there's I'm so fucking excited to bring this shit to you guys. And like once it once it gets all dialed in and it's I feel bad that it hasn't come sooner, but like I'm ready. I'm fucking ready. So um and hopefully I'll be able to quit my job soon. But and then also on top hey, of me that, too. yeah, right. <laughs> um, well, not, not only that, but it, it'll help me be a little bit more available to do cooler projects with my friends. So, um, and then also, I uh, this year I want to do an uh, overland rig because camping just I, I 2020, 2020 has made me hate humans so much more than I already did. So, I want to go camping and go off road and do all this stuff, but I'm going to do it in a Yaris. <laughs> so, um, I'm actually going to be doing an overland Yaris. And uh, I've actually gotten some of the attention from uh, an overland YouTuber. And he's just like, bro, as soon as that thing's ready, let me know. I'm coming and checking it out. And I was like, oh, fuck. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, that's pretty rad. Um, so, on that note, uh, raise a glass, both listener and host, as we told to you, filthy degenerates, and rejoice that this dumpster fire has finally come to an end. Another, another serious airsoft podcast is based around a terrible idea that people actually want to listen to grown men talk about toy guns and their adventures using them. And with the lack of follow through airsofters exude, it's a fucking miracle we made it to whatever episode this is. If you it like what you heard, yeah, we quit cranning. If you like what you heard, great. Let us know. If you don't, keep that shit to yourself because we don't do constructive criticism. Remember to call your hits. Don't let the admin see you drinking, and we'll see you next time. Jen, see you later, Jen, guys. Jen, by the way, thanks for coming on. So, yes, thank oh, you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll have to have you on again uh, to actually talk about you and not our... Uh... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck was that? What the hell? What is